0: Pushing buttons and pulling triggers. This is Gun Funny.
1: Welcome to Gun Funny episode 181. Today I'm going to chat with Jared Giannis, aka Guns and Gadgets, discuss Biden's stated anti-gun agenda, highlight a new micro red dot from Safiri Precision, and talk about a kitten that had its day in court. I'm your host Ava Flanell. Jared, how are you doing today?
2: Fantastic. Thank you for having me.
1: Of course. It sounds like you're doing a much better day than I or oh, see, I'm totally out of it. It sounds like you're having a much better day than I am. I completely <laughs> forgot that we scheduled to record the show and thank God I have an editor and he said something about the show notes and oh no, it's Thursday. I forgot You know what happened last night? I normally, I normally, with COVID, I know a lot of people probably have increased their drinking, but I've actually decreased because I drink typically socially at bars and pretty much all the bars. It's kind of just dumb to go out nowadays. So I haven't really drank that much. And last night I was cooking a pot roast for the first time using an Instapot, which scares the heck out of me. (laughs) And I'm obviously not much of a cook, but the pressure and I don't know, what am I doing? And then I opened up a bottle of wine, started drinking and it went right to my head because I don't really drink as much nowadays. And the next thing I know, I'm definitely kind of tipsy. Dinner's taking too long cuz I was making a pot roast. Started eating pie, ate the entire chocolate cream pie. <laughs> and dang it, I hate when I get drunk and I just eat dessert before dinner. <laughs> but yeah, that's You know, in
2: in hindsight, most of us probably would rather eat the dessert before dinner after we go out, you
1: know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So anyways, this morning I woke up and I'm feeling a little rough between eating the pie, which, ew, how did I eat an entire pie? And also drinking a bottle of wine. So needless to say, I'm on the struggle bus today. (laughs) No worries. Yeah. So bear with me. Before we get into the show, I'm going to talk about Smith & Wesson. I'm sure you're familiar with their firearms. If you're looking for a good full-size handgun, you should check out the M&P 2.0 for Smith & Wesson. It's available multiple calibers, your typical 9, 40, 45. You can choose your barrel length. You have a choice of 4.25, 5 inches, 5.6 inches, mag size, especially depending on what state you live in and the requirements sight options, red dots, ported barrels. You can also have them tune it through the performance center. It's really one of the most customizable guns that you can get without paying a custom price. I would highly recommend it. Check that out. A bunch of other guns that they have, as well as accessories, and you can do so by going to smith-wesson.com.
0: Learn the things you never knew on Deconstructing the Industry.
1: Okay, Jared, for listeners who may not be familiar with you, what is it that you do in this industry?
2: Well, currently I'm kind of like the canary bird in the coal mine. (laughs) Most of my channel is now geared towards Figuring out what the anti gunners are doing in Congress with pending legislation and just trying to make the community as a whole aware of what's going on so that we can combat it, knowing what they're actually doing. Where maybe 10, 15 years ago, we really didn't have that source. Mm -hmm. And as everything's gotten more electronic and away from the actual ink on paper people writing stuff to inform the masses, I've just kind of found my niche able to understand law and interpret it so that the average person can understand it and uh, try to get us all on the same page going forward.
1: Nice, I love that. And I think that we need to see more of that, which I'm going to get into here shortly. But going back, what got you into firearms?
2: Um, Well, as a little guy, my grandfather and my uncle were huge hunters. They used to take trips across the country to go deer hunting all the time, whether it was Maine or Canada. And I always enjoyed their stories and and the brotherhood that they spoke of. And as I got a little older and it was my turn to learn, I unfortunately grew up in an anti-gun household. Uh, So I knew at an early age, both sides of the coin. Mm -hmm. Um, So when I was growing up and I decided that I wanted to exercise that right uh, Mm -hmm. and and think on my own, I started to get into firearms in in Massachusetts where I live. It's not really a gun-friendly state. So I did what I could do the day I could do it. Uh, so at 18, I got a what was back then a, a license just for rifles and shotguns. And then when I turned 21, I got my concealed carry permit. And then uh, years later, I became an instructor and tried to do everything I could to enjoy everything I could in this crazy state.
1: And you're still in Massachusetts? Uh, yes, I
2: am. But for how much longer, uh, that remains to be seen. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. What
1: hoops did you have to jump through in order to get a concealed carry permit?
2: Uh, so... That's the thing here in Massachusetts. It's not a shall issue state. Mm-hmm. It's a May issue state. Mm-hmm. So there are all kinds of hoops that the average person jumps through, but it's different or it can differ from municipality to municipality. For instance, I grew up in the city of Worcester, which is smack dab in the center of the state, and Worcester, in addition to the uh, the application and the the safety class, which is a hundred bucks, the application is another hundred bucks, you also had to supply three. On paper, three recommend uh, where people would actually like put character. on paper that they knew you, uh-huh. and they would recommend you to be safe with a firearm. And there were certain rules where it couldn't be a police officer, couldn't be a politician, but that varied from municipality to municipality. Like Boston, they really don't like to give out permits, so they make it harder. And then there's an additional hoop at the end of the process. The official licensing person is the chief of police for each municipality. So in theory, if the chief of police doesn't like you, for whatever reason, they can deny you on a suitability charge. And it could be just as easy as I knew you when you were growing up and you were, you know, a a ruffian. So I don't think you should be able to carry a gun. And that holds weight, unfortunately, in this state.
1: Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah, no kidding. When I talked to you a few weeks ago in Texas, right off the bat, you're from the East Coast. You have an East Coast accent. And I always (laughs) can pick up the East Coast accents so quickly. I don't know why I get along with people from the East Coast so much better than it's weird. I don't know. And people say that people from the East Coast,
2: they're jerks,
1: but I don't think so. I think they're really good hearted people. There's just a layer that you kind of have to break through. People have their guard up.
2: Definitely a different breed here. We're all high-strung. Everything is yeah. try to rush, rush, and race through everything. Exactly. Uh, we're all battle-tested, but most people here are pretty good.
1: And you're going to get the truth. Nobody sugarcoats anything.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. There's no filter up here at all.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Did you spend some time in law enforcement?
2: Quite a bit, actually. I'm in my 24th year.
1: Okay. So you're still currently law enforcement.
2: Yeah, for a little bit. It's uh, coming to an end here. Uh, I've been injured for the last year on duty. With a spine injury. And I think it's leading to the, uh, the demise of the career.
1: How do you feel about that with everything going on right now? Because I have these discussions in my class, and there's a few people that'll come through my classroom. They're right now going through the academy. We want to be law enforcement. And man, it is just such a bad time to become a police officer. And I hate to say that. And think about how things have changed just even just the last two years. And unfortunately, It makes me sick because I feel like more than ever, criminals have more protection than law-abiding citizens. And then bottom of the barrel, it seems like lately it's law enforcement.
2: Yeah, I agree. It's a difficult time to get on the job. And I would say that the switch as far as the optics on law enforcement started at the beer summit with Barack Obama. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was at that moment in time, there was a definite move to make police uh, the evil Against us, mm-hmm. and it, it definitely changed the dynamic in society. but even as we move closer to the, like the last year to 16 months, you're starting to see municipalities and local governments turn their back on it. but you know it, it's it's cyclical, it comes and goes. Yeah. Um, it's definitely I never thought that I would see my profession get to where it is now. yeah as somebody who prides himself in following the constitution of the United States, it's tough for me to see certain things that happen. Across the country, and that's one of some of the things that I highlight on my channel as well. That's also how I, as a supervisor, have trained each and every person who works for me and under me, is to make sure that they know what the the Bill of Rights are, to know what the Constitution is, and to make sure they don't violate people's rights. Mm -hmm. Because it's so easy nowadays to get wrapped up with the politics. I believe that if law enforcement does its part and they protect the rights of the people, then we'll all be in a better spot. Mm
1: -hmm. It's tough because I have quite a few law enforcement friends. One specifically, he's an ATF agent, and he's trying to get out because things are getting crazy. And as they implement more gun laws, who's pushing this? Who's going to knock on your door? And he's like, I don't want to be in that situation. But then again, I also don't want to be stuck between the choice of uphold the Constitution or keep my job and feed my family. Yeah, Unfortunately, that's a lot of people right now. I think a lot of people, they're
2: doing a job that they didn't
1: originally sign up for.
2: A hundred percent. There are definitely in any job, I yeah. focusing on, on law enforcement, but at any job, you have people who A, shouldn't be there or, or B, take advantage of their position to do other things or C, uh, just do what they want with their own agenda. Mm-hmm. And, and it's on law enforcement too. I, I like to say it's the minority. Yeah. of the people because there are hundreds of thousands of cops in the country and you hear about the couple handful of people a year who screwed up for everybody else oh yeah but 100 percent. i mean we have in the, in the last year we have seen way too many of the quote-unquote good guys and good gals who were the leaders uh, that people could look, look up to and do the right thing i call it the you know pass the man or the woman in the, in the mirror test every single day we should all pass that test, look in the mirror, look at ourselves. Did we do the righteous thing today? Mm-hmm. And what can I do to make myself better? And I, I see less and less of that, not just in law enforcement, but in this country as a whole now. Oh, yeah. And it's definitely, uh, definitely dark times that we're in. I've never seen it like this, but uh, I have faith well, we're going we're gonna to push through this. Yeah. What made you
1: create your own YouTube channel?
2: My son. Uh, <laughs> it's funny. Uh, so I was out of work. I, I had shoulder surgery to reconstruct my shoulder. And I'm not the type of person who has to be doing something. I Mm -hmm. can't just sit at home and look at the wall. Yeah. So I had been watching YouTube for a while. And this was back in, uh, I think I started the channel seven years ago. So YouTube was getting popular. There were a lot of things. If you didn't know, you could look it up and have some 12 year old kid teach you how to do it. And uh, I had just bought a holster. And at the time, holster reviews were like the cats. You know what? So I said, you know what? Hit record. He held up an iPhone. I did a. A holster review. And uh, that's pretty much what started the channel.
1: <laughs> nice. Your son was 12 at the time? Um,
2: Let's see. He's 20 now. So he was 13. Oh,
1: that's pretty <laughs> funny. And as of recently, you just won the award for what? Content creator of the year?
2: Yeah. Breakout creator of the year over at the Gundys. Yeah.
1: Were you excited to share that with your son?
2: Yeah, absolutely. He he bugs me all the time. He's like, you know, I started this. <laughs> right. <laughs> he never lets me forget. <laughs>
1: Okay. I taught you how to use YouTube, which I'm assuming you didn't know how to use any of that stuff. Even I, gosh, my dad, here he is. He's 70. And we, my sister, I taught him how to use Facebook. And it was like our biggest regret in life because now he's obsessed with it. we're, yeah, dad, we don't care about Facebook. Did you see my post though and see how many likes I got? Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) But it is kind of funny that your son, all right, cool, let's push this. What went through your mind when you won this award?
2: It was. I mean, it's humbling. Anytime you're you're acknowledged for anything, at least for me, I I try to stay as humble as I can and as grounded as I can because, I mean, I even in every walk of life, it can be taken away in a blink of an eye. Mm -hmm. Um, So I don't think I'm anything special. I'm just doing something that I happen to be good at, which is, you know, reading law, interpreting it so that the average person can understand it and getting the word out. Yeah, and uh, it's just it's just nice to see the community and the viewers and the people in general vote for your channel because they think you're, you're good at what you do. So it was, it was very humbling and I'm, I'm very
1: grateful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I completely agree, especially considering you started your channel seven years ago. I would say that you've made incredible progress. So hats off to you. Thank you. I'm going to take a quick break real quick. Talk about SB Tactical. Recently, my friend, he bought a CZ Scorpion Evo pistol and he decided to put the CZ PDW brace on it. If you guys aren't familiar with it, it offers a nice short collapse package with a rapid extension with the three position rods. It also has a pull through design so you can extend it without pushing a button, which is extremely convenient. The steel rods in the adapter give you just solid stability, so you're not going to have to worry about any wobble and it'll be extremely accurate. They are available in black or FDE, and the entire kit on their website goes for $279.99. But when you use the code GUNFUNNY15, you will get 15% off, and that is at sb-tactical.com. Let's go and talk about the Second Amendment and a lot of the stuff that you talk about on your channel. I think that sort of breaking it down into layman terms, it's a great idea because And it has nothing to do with the fact that we can't understand this. It's just a lot of times the verbiage. I personally, I lived in New York City for eight years and I worked for the New York Yankees. And I worked in the legal and the finance department. One of my jobs in the legal department was proofreading contracts. And oh my gosh, I'm stuck in this cubicle reading these long contracts and the verbiage. I can't even, there was not enough coffee in the world. But it's weird how lawyers, the way that they write a lot of this stuff in lawmakers, it's just so confusing. And Well, first
2: off, go Red Sox. Okay, okay.
1: First of all, I will state, I'm pretty sure I got the job because I wasn't even a sports fan. They even asked me during the interview, are you a fan of the Yankees? I don't even watch any sports. Cool, you got the job. You're not going to stalk the players? All right, welcome aboard. <laughs> <laughs> and I actually, I did go to that stadium too, which is pretty cool. Fenway Park. I have a picture in front of it. So, we're yes, not so there's place. there's no fights that are going to break out on this show, okay? I'm just letting you know right now. <laughs> but I think breaking it down and explaining it is extremely important nowadays, and I think it's also why I added um, sort of a political segment to my channel is just kind of breaking things down or bringing awareness to things that I think a lot of people that sometimes the media won't talk about. And it's really just all about getting that information to people so that we can take more action and know what's going on. And I would say that that's obviously your intention as well. And I'm pretty much just rambling at this point, but <laughs> 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 that wine, that headache's kicking in again.
2: <laughs> well, no, I, I agree. It's it's imperative for those of us who love the Second Amendment, no matter how we employ it, whether mm-hmm. it's hunting, target shooting, self-defense competition shooting, or just concealed carry, whatever, it's imperative that we all know the struggle that we're facing when it comes to the constant attack on our right to keep and bear arms. They will not stop. You know The names you always hear, the Bloombergs, the Soros, the Moms Demand Actions, they've been mm-hmm. at this for decades, yeah. and we're just seeing the tip of the iceberg now because they've been laying the groundwork. You know, they've fundamentally changed the layouts of states, and as a result, fundamentally changed the climate in the state, for instance, Virginia was once extremely gun friendly. And within a two year period of elections, uh, they're now a gun control uh, hotbed. And uh, there's work to be done to change that. And there are other states that they've been working in for a long time, too. So it's, it's imperative that we all at least have a general idea. We don't ha- all have to be like legalese, crazy people. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to just start digging into the law. But have an idea of what's out there and how you can actually uh, help us defeat those bills or even just ra- raise awareness if you're not, you know, into the political side. Uh, because a- if you look at the, like if the H- second Amendment community was a pie chart, a vast majority of that pie chart has no idea of what's really going on because they're only focused on what they do Absolutely. second amendment wise.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
3: I and that's what,
2: that's what we have to fight because we all have to start being on the same team.
1: Yeah, I totally agree. In fact, a friend, I don't know, recently he posted something under a Facebook video or something. Honestly, he's, I don't know, like nothing's affecting me. I still have access to everything I want. And I was just like, what an idiot. Cool, for now you have access to everything you want. But that's not to say that because you have it right now that it's going to be here forever. They are constantly coming at us at all angles and trying to take our rights away. And if anybody doesn't see that, I question just... I mean, how do you not think somebody's an idiot by not opening their eyes to well, this?
2: And you're right and that's that's what we ha- that's part of our fight. Uh, you know, we're both influencers or advocates, whatever term the the group wants to use that day. It's upon us. Well, we have we have platforms, however small they may be. That's what I think we all should be doing. Absolutely. Uh, is to change that outlook because forever people would say that will never happen in Maryland. That will mm-hmm. never happen in Virginia. And I, I sit here and I may mean, lightning strike me. Yeah. If it is successful in California and it's successful in New York State, it will absolutely trickle into every single state under our under our noses because they, they use a smoke screen. So yeah. The the key thing is we all just have to pay attention and, and get over ourselves because it will happen there. And maybe you have access to that firearm today, but if we keep letting their agenda win, which it has been winning then you will lose what you think you have.
1: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Let's go back to something you said. Recently, I think it was last week, I was on the podcast Trench Work Chronicles, and I've become extremely vocal about politics and everything that's going on. And I've never been political before. I was raised, don't talk about politics. But now I think more than ever, especially for you and I, we have a following, we have an audience. I almost feel like we have a responsibility to speak up and inform people of what's going on, especially because we're in this industry. And if someone were to tell me, hey, did you hear what's going on with Microsoft? Uh, no. And that's because they're in the computer industry. God, I don't know what's going on in those industries. But us being in the gun industry, where it's right there in front of our face and we hear about it a lot more than typically other people out there, I honestly do feel like we have a responsibility to share this. If we give a damn about the Second Amendment. And there's a lot of content creators out there that refuse to talk politics on their channel. Their outlook is well, I'm an entertainer and I just want to entertain and keep politics out of it. But I think that that is probably one of the dumbest, most selfish things that somebody can do, considering our political climate right now.
2: Yeah. And that's always a tough one because. And I and I agree. If somebody benefits off of the Second Amendment, whether it monetarily or better employment or whatever, then I I think that they should be on the side of fighting for that right that they're profiting off. Mm-hmm. And does that mean that you know, say you do, say you do trigger reviews, and that's all your channel has done for decades? Does that mean all of a sudden you have to start digging into law and trying to understand stuff and mm-hmm. getting out? No, it doesn't. But, you know, turning a, a blind eye to everything is just as detrimental as, I guess, working for the other side. But it's tough. I mean, I don't expect whatever if your channel does Kitty Cats, <laughs> Kitty Cat reviews, uh, I don't expect you to change your whole your whole structure because we both know that there are a lot of people who this is a business for them. Yeah. They make a lot of money uh, on, you know, being an influencer or, or a producer or an editor, and they're not, maybe they're not a political person, but there are ways they can still help. Mm-hmm. Whether it's uh, financially, you know, you give money to the groups who are doing the fight, joining your local 2A groups, or you know, donating some time if possible, make some phone calls to legislators, show up at office hours. There are a bunch of ways people can help where they don't have to, you know, get on that soapbox like some of us yeah. do. Uh, but there are still ways they can help and they definitely should help.
1: Yeah. Well, even with when they were trying to have braces suddenly classified guns as short barrel rifles and everybody was signing that letter that went out. Right. I was really kind of baffled to see so many people that weren't asking a lot of their followers or bring awareness to it. And that was just a matter of sharing a link. And so that kind of disgusts me to a degree because I think you're right. Some people, maybe they're not good at talking about politics. They avoid it. It doesn't mesh well with their channel. But if this is something, especially that you're making a career out of, again, you're just pretty much as dumb as everyone else out there who just assumes that we're always going to have our Second Amendment rights, that nothing's going to happen.
2: Well, Um, I I agree. And that that ATF thing is coming back, by the way, and it's going to be here shortly. Um, so keep our eyes out for that, but and we can't overlook the fact that there are some people who are more affected by, you know, the what ifs, the cancel culture. You know, mm-hmm. if I say something about this, you know, how am I gonna? Will I be gone tomorrow? Will my channel be gone tomorrow? And uh, you know, some people deal with that in different ways than others. You know, we can't all be wired the same. That's what makes this country great. But uh, there, like I said earlier, there are definitely ways you can help out behind the scenes if you don't want to, you know, put on the armor and, and head into battle.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Your YouTube channel is called Guns and Gadgets. I'd imagine that it's obviously shifted a little bit where you're focusing more on political issues. But do you also just review any guns and gadgets that you can get your hands on? Or is there something specifically that you like to focus on?
2: Funny you ask that. So when I started the channel, the idea was to do reviews because I saw we were all watching reviews back you know, in the early days of YouTube. And I was like, you know what? I've been shooting for a while. I've been instructing for a while. I can I can do this, um, and then you realize just how expensive it is to procure all those firearms <laughs> and ammo and stuff like that. So, so, it changed it a little bit, but more importantly, it changed because the poli- When I was doing the political videos, those always had better responses. They all they had better conversations from the viewers in the comment section. It had more traction. So it was obvious for me what what was uh, the, the thirst was for, because there are a lot of us out there that do reviews. There are a lot of us out there that have the newest whiz bang, but there aren't a lot of us out there that do 2A news and do it in a way that the average person can say, all right, I understand this bill now. I know what way I need to go to help stop this. And I now have the tools to to do that. So I just started doing that as, as much as I could. And, and it's been the last year and a half has been pretty successful.
1: Yeah, definitely. And how often do you put out a video?
2: Well, every single day, sometimes a couple oh times a day. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Last if I take the last three months, I'm probably averaging 40 to 45 videos a month.
1: Dang. And here, yeah, I pushed out a video this month. I'm doing good. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, the problem is, is there's so much happening across the country that it's not just uh, this is the only bill we need to worry about. Yeah. You know, there's stuff that's happening at the local level, too, that if we turn a blind eye to, it makes its way to the federal level, you know, the state and the federal level. And mm-hmm. That's what I try to do is to, for instance, I did a, a video on, last night on a couple of bills out of New York that were going after 80 uh, percent, you know, frames and stuff mm-hmm. like that, receivers, where people in, in Arizona don't really care about what's going on in New York because it's not right. happening to me but that bill will be in their state soon. So that's why I try to make sure everybody's aware of what's going on.
1: Definitely. And how do you stay informed with everything that's going on?
2: Uh, well, in my career, I've been blessed to meet a lot of people that have moved on to uh, bigger and better things where some of them are attached to major gun groups. Some of them are attached to major political positions. And sometimes those people get the word before anybody else. And I'm lucky enough that they will funnel that down to me. And a lot of it also is all uh, research and going into each state legislature and ripping through bills and seeing what, you know, what's on the table, going through Congress, seeing what's on the table and what they're doing. Uh, it's just a never-ending fight.
1: Mm-hmm. Nice. With the constant attack on our rights, obviously from every direction, what are some of the most effective things that we can do that you'd recommend?
2: Uh, get in the know. Start following it doesn't have to be my channel uh, if you follow a channel, say on the war, you like how he presents it follow him nobody you know know what's coming out. learn who are the people that are submitting these bills. learn how to talk to your legislators. they work for us we should not be intimidated by them they're nobody special mm-hmm. show up at their office hours get to build a relationship if you can. Don't be afraid to say, "Hey, I don't want this bill and here's why and be more of an advocate on our own personal levels we can you know, type an email. We can uh, a written letter still carries a lot of weight. Where we've moved away from that, but when it comes to legislators, it carries a lot of weight. Mm-hmm. That's a start. And then join your local gun groups. Donate if you can. If you can't, you know, forward information because spreading the word is just as good as spending five bucks sometimes. And then um, the you know, spread the word to your friends, your family, your you know the people at the range, people at the, the gun shops because we all need to know what's going on.
1: Definitely. And what are some of your favorite gun organizations?
2: Uh, Firearms Policy Coalition, Gun Owners of America are my, uh, my top two. Second member foundation is doing a hell of a lot of work. There are several uh, state level ones that, that are doing, I'm a member of a ton of them. The BCDL in Virginia, OK2A in Oklahoma, Gun Owners of California, Fire, uh, the California Rifle and Pistol Association. There are a lot of them that are doing a lot of work. And the ones I've mentioned are doing a lot of lawsuits and litigation mm-hmm. which is why i like to say that you know we are the members we're the lifeblood of any organization uh, so if you want to if you want to see lawsuits it takes money so donate when you can uh, get some people to to join when you can because that's ultimately where they get the ability to to do the work is from the dollar bill unfortunately mm-hmm. yeah definitely i noticed you didn't
1: mention the nra <laughs> well
2: i'm a i'm a life member of the nra mm-hmm. um i disagree with the direction they've been going for the last few years from the leadership. And I think it needs to change. However, the NRA is the biggest presence out there. Yeah. They still do a lot of good. There are a lot of facets to the NRA. Mm -hmm. When people say the NRA is terrible, it should die. There are a lot of facets to the NRA there. The NRA ILA does a ton of work. Still Uh, the NRA firearms instructors do a ton of work The, the NRA itself has a lot of programs for local ranges to help them pay for things. Uh, It's just the leadership that is an issue, Uh, and in a perfect world, I'd like to see them get their uh, heads back in the game, make the changes they need to change, because we definitely uh, would be better off with them in the fight.
1: I agree. I know. I feel like, especially Wayne LaPierre, if he even just cared whatsoever about the NRA, and how does he not know at this point that he's one of the biggest issues that a lot of people are having, and you think he would just back down, but I don't know if that's going to be happening anytime soon.
2: I wish I was a fly on the wall, so I could tell
1: you. <laughs> I know. No kidding. But yeah, I agree with everything you just said. I noticed when you won Breakout Creator of the Year at the Gundies, the charity that you gave to, it was for autism.
2: Yep, correct? the Doug Flutie Jr. Foundation for Autism.
1: And you mentioned that you have three or four kids that have autism.
2: My wife and I have four children on the autism spectrum.
1: That's got to be pretty tough to... I don't really know how to phrase this because I have a few friends that their children have autism, and it's just crazy the levels of it. Some of them mm-hmm. are highly functioning, some aren't, and that in itself has just got to be just a lot of work.
2: It is. It's definitely a full-time job. Um, I often, when people ask me what it's like, I say, it's like, I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. However, I wouldn't change it for anything in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's tough. Uh, but it's rewarding. It's it's a lot of work, but that's as a parent, that's what I'm supposed to do. And uh, we were put in this position because we were able to handle it.
3: Yeah. And
2: uh, thank I thank God every day for my wife, because without her, uh, the, none of this uh, guns and gadgets stuff would be possible. So uh, she is a rock star and uh, you know holding the fort while I can do some of this stuff. And uh, it's a difficult position, but again, uh, we're blessed. You know, our children are. Our gifts, and um, you know, we just do what we have to do.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't imagine. Between you have a job, you have this channel, you have your kids—that's a lot. And here I am. <laughs> 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 I'm wearing myself thin right now, and yeah. to make myself feel a little bit better, I am all over the place. I was just writing an article before I was reminded that I have a show. There's a lot of stuff that I do, but I can't help but think sometimes man, we have so much stuff to do and we're working so hard. And typically I don't have a day off, especially when you're self-employed, you work every day. But then you look at people like you and man, you are balancing so much more than I am. And you can't help but just respect somebody for that.
2: Yeah, kudos to you. You're I appreciate definitely doing that. a great Thank job. You. I was lucky enough early on to, to learn a lesson. Um, you know, Everybody's fighting their own war. Mm-hmm. And to them, it's the most important war there is. So, you know, everybody is doing what they know, and sometimes we get lost thinking that, you know, we're tougher, position somebody else or whatever. But we could always have it worse off. There's always people out there who have it a little harder. So it just it tries it kind of humbles me. Yeah. Without it, I'd I'd be screwed without it. (laughs) Yeah.
1: No, absolutely, and that's great advice. One last question: Do you have any future plans up your sleeve that you can share with listeners?
2: Uh, well, this has been a good year. To the, I now know what I'm going to do post-career through this channel and try to get the word out there. And uh, who knows what the future brings as, as far as uh, positions mm-hmm. of power, maybe, or interest of legislation and stuff like that. But we'll see what, what happens there. My my first thing right now is making sure my kids get through school and uh, just trying to be there when they need me and hopefully move to a free state.
1: Yeah. Definitely. Have you been uploading your videos to anything other than YouTube, just in case if YouTube does delete your channel?
2: Yeah, um, I'm blessed right now that uh, John Lovell and Evan Temple and Brendan Nieto have. Uh, they're the Warrior Poet Society and the Warrior Poet Society Network. They are allowing myself and some other YouTubers right now to upload there as well uh, to the network. It's our stuff is on the free side, and of course, they have a, a fantastic paid side it's like the second amendment netflix i'm uploading there uh, regularly i also upload of course to uh, my patreon to instagram while it's still there i also use um a channel that many people know it's Gunstreamer. i'm on there um, i've been dabbling with some of the other new stuff that uh like rumble and stuff but mm-hmm. It's tough, you know, when you put up a video that has a million views on YouTube and it gets two hundred views on other platforms. It kind of
1: yeah, it's discouraging.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's really not worth the effort at the moment. But uh, I'm out there. I mean, yeah. most people who are familiar with the channel, they know I'm out there. Uh, but it's kind of easy to keep track of me if you if you really want to find it.
1: Okay, and then also, where can people find you? I know that's vague, but do they just search "guns and gadgets" on YouTube? Do you have a website? What's the easiest way for them to find you?
2: Um, so the easiest way is Guns and Gadgets on YouTube. Uh, I think uh, after Guns and Roses, I'm the number two search there.
1: <laughs> nice. Uh, uh,
2: that's my main platform. I do have a website, but it's more it's, it's in its infancy. I don't really do much to it yet because this is a one-person show and I only have two hands. Yeah. But Instagram and, and I'm still on the channel side. I'm on Facebook while well, it still lasts just because that's where all the eyes in the world are. But uh, in the description section of each one of my videos is all the links to everything that I post to. It's probably the easiest way to find me.
1: Okay, cool. All right. Well, moving forward, IWI. Right now, finding guns and ammo is just a nightmare and Not to mention, if you do find something, it's so overpriced at this point. But I've noticed that the AR 15, the Zion 15, the IWI developed, I think they pushed it out last year, that I keep seeing pop up pretty regularly. And it's a great gun. It has a ton of great features. The rifle or the pistol version features free flow M lock handguards, a stock and grip from the popular B5 systems, and of course, the SBA3 brace from SB Tactical. Both are direct impingement guns with a 41.50 chrome molly barrel, and MSRP is $8.99. So it's a pretty good deal considering what I've seen some of these ARs and AKs and stuff go for recently. It's just, it's amazing. So if you want to check out more about that gun, head on over to iwi.us. If you find any accessories that you like, keep in mind, if you use that code GUNFUNNY15, you'll get 15% off all accessories. Okay, now Politics.
0: Politics. What is going on in the world today? It's political
1: Las Vegas Sun sits on Biden's gun control plan for a year. Basically, Las Vegas Sun, they had an interview with Biden when he was then a candidate and talked to him about gun control. And I don't know if you had a chance to read over this interview, but they sat on it for a whole year, and that's because they knew that it would hurt his chances in the election if they published it. In the Democrat primaries, candidates tried to make themselves appear anti-gun, but once Biden had the nomination, they stopped beating the gun control drum because they knew that it would hurt them in swing states. In the interview, Biden brags about being the guy who got the Brady Bill passed and extended to include assault weapons in the number of rounds. He was far from in charge of drafting and certainly not the only Democrat pushing for these restrictions. He was just one of the many anti-gun senators at the time. He claims an overwhelming number of NRA members support banning assault weapons. He wants to ban standard magazines and goes as far as saying 10 rounds is still too much. He has even alluded to limits of three rounds, which seems ridiculous. He went on to state that smart guns are viable and don't infringe on the Second Amendment. The reality, of course, is if you've seen any of those guns, they're horribly unreliable at best, and frequently they don't work at all. So those could be extremely dangerous during an emergency. Biden revealed how he intends to pass his agenda. He admitted that he couldn't pass gun control as a standalone bill. However, with the control of all houses, that may be possible, although swing state Democrats would likely lose reelections because of it. Instead, he intends to hide portions of it in larger bills. It's extremely likely that we will see riders attached to the upcoming stimulus bill that will have gun control measures. And he also intends to cripple manufacturers and end users with fees and lawsuits, simply making guns and ammunition so unaffordable that the common person cannot afford them, which seems to be happening right now. If you look at the price of Ammo, I just cannot believe. I've never seen prices this high just for ammo. A box of 9 millimeter 50 rounds used to be, a good deal used to be 8 $9. And now a good deal would be, oh, paying $45 for 50 rounds. It's insane. I don't think that politicians have anything to do with that just yet, but we can already see the effects if this continues. I think right now we have to be vigilant like never before because they're attacking our rights at every level. Do you have anything to add to that, Jared?
2: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I did a video on the Biden uh, interview with the Sun, and uh, for those who haven't either seen that video or read that article, and you really should, because he laid the groundwork on exactly how they're going to infiltrate our freedom with these anti-gun bills. And I was also, you know, when you talk about ammo, uh, I just had an idea where I'm going to put down my deposit on my house in Florida. I have a case of 5.56. I could probably pay off half the house with that. Yeah,
1: no kidding. (laughs) You really could. I mean, and it's funny because people are always, oh, people are paranoid. Why do you need all this ammo? Well, now, if nothing else, it was a really great investment because if you start selling it off for you to pay 12 cents a round to now making almost a dollar a round, I'd say that's a pretty decent investment.
2: Oh yeah, most people like some. A lot of people have, uh, you know, started an OnlyFans account. I'm going to start an Only Rounds account. You
1: know, yeah,
2: <laughs> it'll be a certain amount per month to watch my nine millimeter, a certain amount to watch my 45.
1: <laughs> no kidding, that's actually genius. That would be hilarious. We joke about it, but I don't know if it's affected you. But even me now, if a gun company wants me to review their gun, yeah, okay. But are you going to send some ammo with it? Because I don't want to blow through my ammo, and I'm still going to the range. I'm still shooting. Luckily, I did stock up on ammo. But it's still it kind of makes you wonder, man, how long is this going to last? And do I want to shoot that much? And then it also kind of sucks because I feel like I'm also doing a disservice by not doing a review where I'm shooting off a lot more rounds. I shoot off 20 rounds. and Okay, yep, it's good. Yeah, okay, (laughs) 20 rounds. But I kind of wonder if everyone else content creators are sort of in the same boat where, yeah, you used to shoot off 500 rounds and make your evaluation. And now you can't afford to shoot off 500 rounds.
2: Yeah, absolutely. That's... It's it's affecting everybody. I mean, all the big guys out there, the big guys and gals on YouTube, they're all saying like it's a, you know, the COVID round count.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> or the the flu, flu review. Yeah. Uh, but I'm I'm in the same boat. I'm negotiating with a company right now to to do a review on a product that drops at the end of the month. And I'm like, well, you know, the best I can do is a couple mags unless you're, you know, you're coming in with that brass. Mhm.
1: I know. That's exactly what I just said to somebody the other day. Well, unless you're providing the ammo, this thing's just going to be a paperweight for me. Yeah, totally up to oh, you. Yeah, but crazy. I know. Okay, so I would highly recommend then everyone go and watch your video about that because they definitely have some plans up their sleeve. And if you think that they don't, I would love to be living in the world that you're living in. Seriously. Yeah. Moving forward, Manicore Arms. If you guys are building an AR right now, you should definitely check out Manticore Arms, their transformer rail forends. They have them available in 15 inches right now. I love it because you can interchange the mounting types to fit m KeyMod. Key Mod. It gives you that extra flexibility like no other forend out there, just because you can change out those panels. So you don't necessarily have to get a new handguard because it doesn't fit the accessories that you have. And best of all, like I said, it's in stock. You can check that out at ManicorArms.com. If you use that code GunFunny15, you will get 15% off. q and
0: and a There's no such thing as a stupid question. Just kidding. Visit GunFunny.com forward slash contact to submit yours.
1: Well, if you guys have a question for me, do not hesitate to submit your question. Just go to GunFunny.com. Click on the Contact Us form and submit your question. Today's question is, what's your favorite red dot for an AR? When I read this, I was kind of like, uh, I don't know. I don't really have a go-to. I'm always trying new red dots. I don't know. And I like something with a wide field of view, like the Trigicon. MRO is nice. But that's even kind of pricey. And I think that nowadays they're really making optics that are so much more affordable. And as far as the quality, you can't really notice much of the difference between, say, I don't know, a $250 optic versus your $500 that you're paying kind of a brand name for. But that's just me. I don't know. Jared, what would you say? Like, Primary Arms has some really good ones out there. They've definitely upped their game.
2: Yeah, absolutely. They unveiled uh, when we were down at the Gundy's. I think we were the first people to see the new uh, what was the SLX Micro that they yeah. have. And yeah. I'm a big, big, fan of that one. That was pretty cool. I can't wait to get my hands on quite a few of those because I'm the same with you. I have a bunch of different optics because obviously you want to see what's out there. Yeah. For work side, my my favorite for workside is my Aimpoint Pro. Uh, they're just battle proven. You can just drive over them and they work. Huh. But I also. I'm feeling the pinch in other ways. So the the stuff that you know uh, is more affordable yet still is rugged and still does the job. Like primary hours makes some great stuff. Yeah, uh, it's a good place for people to look.
1: Same with Hollison too.
2: Absolutely, I, I have quite a few Hollisons.
1: Yeah, and really, I've been pretty happy with them. They were actually probably the first optic that I got my hands on where it wakes up. What is it like the shake wake? And that I always liked. And then it'll shut off automatically because I'd always forget to turn, well, not to turn my optics on, but to shut it off. And then I go to use it and it's obviously it wears on the battery. <laughs> Same thing with my ear pro. I use Howard Lights and these ones, they'll shut off automatically over time because I always forget to shut off the battery on my EarPro. Oh, yeah, we've all ones. done that, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. And then I just go through tons of batteries. So I just keep all the batteries in my bag because of it. But yeah, I guess I don't have one where I just rave. I mean, I'm always just trying new stuff. Normally, I would say you get what you pay for, but there's definitely a lot of companies out there that are working really hard to earn your business and doing so at a much more affordable cost for half the price. So definitely shop around.
2: Aimpoint point yeah, technology definitely changed everything.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Aimpoint's one of the optics I actually haven't really had too much hands-on with. I'll have to try that out. Yeah, I haven't really messed around with those. All right, Primary Arms, speaking of. Okay, so Primary Arms. I know in the past, all I do is talk about their optics, which are amazing, but they're not just an online store for optics. They actually have over 13,000 products from over 400 top brands they're really working hard on becoming the go-to place for all of your needs. Guns, accessories, ammo, firearm parts, shooting gear, apparel, so much stuff. So not only should you check out their optics, but also check out all the other stuff that they have, especially since nowadays just finding a lot of the stuff in stock is hard. So I definitely recommend shopping around and then as always, if you guys do find a primary arms optic that you like and buy, don't forget to use the code AVA, A-V-A, that gets you a free scope mount with every primary arms optic. And that is at primaryarms.com.
0: Tech to Talk. Discussing popular guns and gear. Love it? Hate it? Find out now.
1: Safiri Precision just recently unveiled a new micro red dot. For those of you with pistols that have guns with the new micro red dot footprint, like the SIG P365XL, the Springfield Hellcat, lots of other guns out there, you should check out the Safiri Salvo SRC, which has an aluminum housing and glass lens with an MSRP of $250, which is pretty good because that was another thing. Now that all the rage is on these handguns with optics. It raises the price so much. And a lot of these red dots out there are pretty pricey, even though there's really not that much available. If you think about it, there's not a lot of companies out there that are making these micro red dots just yet. Anyway, so $250 MSRP, they're on sale right now for $209, even better. One of the really cool advantages it has over the Hollison, as they both are on the top of the rugged criteria, is that it has a larger built-in sight. This is an important feature if you're wanting to put this on the P365 XL, as you lose the rear irons when you put a red dot on. They're designed for a 50,000-hour battery life, 3MOA dot with motion on and auto off. Yep, now you're speaking my language, and it's incredibly well priced for the features and how it stacks up against the competition. You can check that out at safiriprecision.com.
0: Stupid, funny, cool, interesting, awesome, as... Never mind. A-F.
1: Kitten in court. Judge Roy Ferguson this week opened virtual proceedings of the 394th Judicial District Court in Texas on Zoom this week with two lawyers and a kitten in the meeting. When I first read this, what? A cat in the courtroom? (laughs) Although it is kind of weird, because nowadays, all of the court proceedings, they all take place over Zoom, and that's got to be weird, especially for a lawyer. The judge started proceeding, saying, Mr. Ponton, I believe that you have a filter turned on. Lawyer Rod Ponton was using his assistant's computer, and apparently the previous user had a kitten filter turned on, and he didn't know how to turn it off.
2: (laughs) (laughs) This is great.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that actually is pretty funny.
2: (laughs) Look here, meow. Yeah, no
1: kidding. He replied with a terrified voice that he didn't know how to turn it off, and his assistant was trying to help him turn it off. He even said, I'm prepared to go forward with it. I'm here live. I'm not a cat. Thankfully, the judge was able (laughs) to direct him in turning off the filter. Just picture the scenes from a few good men. I want the truth coming from a cute little kitten. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's awesome. We have to look for that uh, Twitter feed. <laughs>
1: There's, yeah. So apparently the judge uh, tweeted the video as an important Zoom tip before court to check your Zoom video options if a child has used your computer before a virtual hearing. Ironically, though, the video that the judge uploaded. Also says recording this hearing or live stream is prohibited and punishable by a $500 fine and up to 180 days in jail. <laughs> That's awkward. But yeah, I can uh, just I'm imagine. telling you,
2: search this thing. It's hilarious. <laughs> Did you click on it? Oh, yeah, it's funny. <laughs> it's like legit cat. Uh, you, I was thinking like maybe like a cat nose and ears like an Instagram filter, but yeah. it's like a legitimate cat.
1: <laughs> oh, I just clicked on it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah you're right it's not like the snapchat filters you're legit and it's a cute little kitty it's like a real life cat (laughs) that's awesome oh man that's got to be so embarrassing
2: (laughs) he's got his new nickname
1: (laughs) yeah no kidding no it's pretty funny all right well it's time to wrap up so itunes reviews right now i'm giving away a goat gun to a lucky itunes review winner and Jared, you're actually going to pick the winner out of these two reviews. But before I get into that, so goat guns, if you're not familiar with them, they are just so much fun. They're like Legos for adults, but they're guns. Have you had the chance to get your hands on them?
2: Oh, yeah. I'm uh, actually got like six of them right behind me right now.
1: Nice. So, yeah. And they're addicting too because you get them and then another one comes out and you're, oh, I got to get that for my collection. <laughs> I would definitely check them out, goatguns.com. Check them out. They have all kinds of stuff. They even now make accessories. I just got in the mail their 1911 handgun. I've not put together their handgun, so that's kind of cool. Really excited to play with that. But anyways, first review, Papa Dragon, titled, In Love With A Not A Gun Bunny, five stars. I found you when you collaborated with Coleon Noir and have been listening ever since. I've been a firearms enthusiast for many years, but just recently started in an industry and your perspective and guests are so informative and entertaining. I am learning so much. It also doesn't hurt that you are attractive enough to be a gun bunny and smart enough you don't need to be. Stay strong, stay safe, and please don't set operator tickles on me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's kind of nice. I don't know. A I'm a real sure- fan there. Yeah, well, and plus the whole gun bunny thing, it always just ticked me off because I'm like, you know what? If I wanted to, I could do it, but I choose not to. I don't want to be that. Second is Aesthetic Kalina, titled My New Fave Five Stars. I'm so glad I found this podcast. It's hard to find good female voices on guns in 2A. This podcast is entertaining and informative. I've always been pro-gun, and Ava inspired me to start my paperwork. Gun rights are girl rights. Keep up the great work. Nah. Those are two great reviews. That's awesome. I'm really glad that I don't have to pick a winner, but you do.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Drumroll, I guess, right? Yeah. Um, I would say the uh, aesthetic Kalina, because I am a big believer that the female voice is the strongest in the Second Amendment. You, You gals don't understand how powerful you are, and we need more of you to speak up.
1: Yeah, I completely agree. In fact, that's what I was just sort of writing my article about women and guns for the shooting industry magazine, which in April they're having a women's issue. If you guys want to check that out, that's obviously far from today, but in April. But I completely agree. I think women are so important. A lot of people don't realize, but they usually typically even make decisions for the household. Everybody always thinks, oh, well, it's the husband that makes the decisions. But really, ultimately, not to sound sexist, but or to say that there's rules, but women are usually the ultimate decision maker. If you can get women on board, and get into guns, I think that it's going to help preserving our rights significantly. Absolutely. Okay, wrapping up, guys, you can find me on gunfunny.com. If you want to support the show, I would greatly appreciate it. You can do so by just going to gunfunny.com, click on the support the show link. There's also a link in the show notes if that's easier for you guys. You can make a one-time donation, a monthly donation. Either way, you get lots of perks with your donations. Blown Deadline gives away a $300 gift certificate every month to a lucky Patreon. You also get a Patreon-only patch if you're a Patreon, $5 and up for three months. This patch will never be for sale. So if you've got one, that means you are a Patreon. And I want to thank the $25 Patreons who are Corbin Bonafide, Iraq Veteran, 8888 Ryan Morrison, Joe Lyons, Justin Paulson, Jason Anderson, Joshua Hamp, Sportsman's Guide, Daniel Treadwell, Star Wars 77, Dylan Savage, and Melissa Ridings. King of the Patreon is still Jon Snow. He wants me to say, when life gave Operator Tickles lemons, she squeezed White Claw out of the lemons for mom. (laughs) Okay, so Operator Tickles is my dog. (laughs) In fact, going back to the goat guns... Look out for a video that I'm going to do with Tickles where we are picking out her gun and a matching tactical vest and maybe some accessories. It's going to be a pretty cute video. But yeah, Operator Tickles is going to be getting ready for her operator duties. Jared, once again, I really appreciate you spending this last hour. Yeah, it's been an hour, this last hour with me and jumping on my show, especially how busy you are. And I really appreciate all the hard work that you put into preserving. Our rights. And I can't thank you enough and praise you for all the good work that you're doing. Can you just remind listeners once again, where they can go and follow you?
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. First off, thank you for your time. Uh, This is an honor. And uh, it's very humbling to be asked to be on with you. And we're all on the same team. So I look forward to working with you going forward. For those who want to find me, my biggest spot is on YouTube, just search up guns and gadgets. And uh, I hope hopefully you'll find some value in the channel and consider subscribing and sharing the information because the fight never ends uh, as far as protecting our rights to keep and bear arms.
1: Absolutely. All right. Well, on that note, we are out of here.
0: Want to send feedback? Tell us about a company or anything else. Go to gunfunny.com forward slash contact.